and welcome to episode 8 of Your Ageless Musical Brain. I'm Lucelena, and my very special guest today is Robbie Grongor, born and currently residing in New Zealand, where she works as a certified family therapist. For many years, Robbie lived in Norway, where she dedicated herself as a consultant for women refugees from all corners of the world. Robbie has a heart for helping women. These women had gone through emotional challenges of psychosocial traumas following war, loss, abuse, marriage, struggles, isolation, and suicidal tendencies. Robbie helped them regain their inner spark and light, a transformational mindset. Her goal, to see them set themselves free from fear, low self-esteem, and break away as silent victims of depression. She is also certified by Mind Valley USA, a spiritual director and multi-systemic therapist. Robbie is also a prophetic artist who gets inspired using music. Here to tell us more is Robbie Grongor. Welcome to the show, Robbie. Thank you so much, Lucy. I'm so pleased to be here. Very grateful. Thank you. The show is about how the arts impact an overall well-being long term. What exactly is prophetic art in music? Well, first I should say that I believe that music and spirituality are intricately related. Spirituality has actually has a great impact on creation of music and so it often creates an atmosphere is desired for spiritual work or spiritual occasions or like creating art. When I'm talking about prophetic art, art is, there are many, many different ways of looking at this, but basically it is something that is not something I have. It is something that um, is given to me from above. I just, I, I could never be doing what I'm doing without that impact without being inspired from somewhere other other than myself and music is the part that that comes into the the whole atmosphere of this prophetic art is something which I do which does not exist in reality but it will one day and it's something that I have really not known what I'm I'm doing I'm just start it comes to me through pictures through colours and through through music. And this is the way it all comes together. It's really rather strange. Yeah, that's why it's a mystery. It involves music. When you paint, do you feel you're the one that's painting or is it just the flow of the brush? It is rather surprises me as well. It doesn't just surprise for other people that are, are watching. It surprises me because I don't believe I have actually placed these things there but I in a way there's a total of awareness of something way beyond the music frees up my thought patterns I think I, I I can't really explain it but it just frees it up and I do believe that that paintbrush that's in my hand well it's not my hand I'm just the paintbrush if you understand yeah yes yeah, exactly yes. In, in a really strange sort of way if you can tell us, when did this journey begin? The very first time that you had that opportunity, because I understand it wasn't you. Someone came to you and mm. told you that they envisioned seeing you do it. Um, I, 
it was a pastor in a in church, in fact, who saw me standing in front of the congregation painting. It wasn't expertise in any form of that sort of thing. And so I was asked to come up and stand in front and paint. And my husband thought this was the most ridiculous thing he'd ever heard. <laughs> but anyway, here I was standing up there and, and it was being watched by a whole congregation and I was having acrylic paint just flowing down the canvas and I didn't know what I was doing really and it suddenly occurred to me to turn it all upside down just turn the canvas upside down and present that to the congregation people saw things in that painting that was that was totally unexpected and totally I did not know what it was in that time I was standing there in the music of the of the church the church music was still and it was rather um, worshipping and it, it just filled me with something different something new something and it somehow came on into the onto the canvas wow in other words the very first time this happened was inside a church yes and you were asked to and this was in this was in New Zealand yes you're saying that you painted what flowed and then you took the canvas and you turned it upside down and then showed it to them and they saw different things, different people saw different things? Yes, yes, they did. And they pointed it out. And this continued weekly for a very long time, some years, in fact, so that I ha- I'm pr- prolific. I have many, many of these paintings around because of Wow. What about the friends you've made? Because that's something that's very shocking. In other words, you did state that what you paint are things that have not happened. So when you're painting, who is saying that it's something that hasn't happened? Is it the person that witnesses and they they say that they thought about it a while back or? No, I wouldn't say that's quite the case, but I can give an example. I was painting at a time when there was, cre- there was war, people were going, sending their, I don't want to name the nation exactly, but the mothers were sending out their young boys to the front line in war and they were ex they were telling everyone they were very proud of this that they could do this that their sons were doing standing in the front line but their hearts were breaking and or at least this was the impression I was getting through music listening and this painting came out and showed to me anyway a hot place because because of the colors and I could come back to colors and music I do think they resonate somehow or other and the colors that came out in the heat and these women were standing they were just waiting and there was a feeling of just stillness just silence just waiting 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 for those sons to come back again and up in this painting there were suddenly I don't know why but I thought I was painting a fence it was up the top but it turned out that everyone could see that there were actually there were three different beings in white clothing just standing on the top and these women were gazing up these spiritual beings, whatever they were. And later on, put it back into into perspective, they there were floods and floods of refugees coming into Germany. They were coming from a different belief and faith, and they w- walked into Germany to take up their lives there. And they started going into churches that were in Germany, and they started asking not only to come. 
come once a week to church services, but couldn't they begin and have church services every day? And it had something to do with those that had seen this picture. They said this had something to do with these spiritual beings that were in, coming into the hearts of these women. Long story, this was te- foreseeing, this was telling forth what was going to happen for those women. I know no more about these women, but one day we'll probably know. It didn't exist then. They were a different a different faith and everything, but they came to Germany. What I find most intriguing is the stories about people that have been present while you've been painting. They experience oh. like an epiphany. That's what it is. To a point, it's surprisingly, say like a little bit frightening, wouldn't you say? It would fill a person with awe. This effect doesn't happen with everyone. Could you tell us some experiences that you've had? Because I know you've, you used yeah. to go into cafes in, in New Zealand. That was an incredible delight to go into cafes um, with a friend of mine who also painted. I think, you know, a few things that have sort of stuck out for me, um, particularly one young lady, um, she was sitting with her back to me, but she kept turning around. But I was painting of vessels being tipped over, and the sort of green oil that was being poured onto something or other, I can't quite remember, was she was really taken with this and kept turning around and looking. And then she came to me and she said, you know what, that was me. I, that, she said, I, I just have to tell you the story that she had been in a church where she had experienced that oil was being poured all over her. It wasn't, but she had felt as though oil was being poured all over her and she was being blessed. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was like, like weird. She felt she had to buy it because it meant so much to her. For her, it touched her heart. And this is what happens. We decided it was very hot one day and we sat outside and painted. And a lady came behind and I was painting a big red heart, um, you know, and with gold in it. And gold was dripping out of it. I have to have it. Others have done likewise, but you know, there are so many stories. A lot of them are things that they have imagined. Yeah, they have a very, very strange. Um, an old gentleman came to this same church that I was painting in. I painted for some reason. I knew nothing about it, but I painted a menorah. It's a candlestick, a Jewish candlestick. Mm, yes. idea, and I painted it wrongly. I painted it with only six candles, and it really should have seven. I, I had no idea. Neither did I know that it was a Jewish celebration exactly on that day. I had no idea. And uh-huh. this gentleman came up to me nearly with tears in his eyes and said, I just have to have this because I have turned my back on my faith, my Jewish religion. You have pointed that out. And he said, my six children are standing on that candlestick. And so it was very, very important. Strange things. And and it has to be with music, am I right? In other words, you don't get inspired if there's no music. What kind of music sparks that inspiration? Music is tightly wound with human emotion, yes? Uh And so is artwork. And here here we art and music share that common denominator where there's an emotional response just exactly there doing doing artwork like that. It's more music that 
will meet my heart, meet my responses. That is sort of often can be hymns, even it's gospel music. It can be Spanish music. As long as it's like a soft beat, soft rhythm. Yes, for the most part. And other times, I can need something a little bit, little bit South American, a little bit, you know, because oh, really with spice, uh, yeah, using yeah, yeah, South American, I, <laughs> Latin American, really. I give a little bit of inspiration to get a little bit of mm, movement. Really? Yes. Oh, oh and wow. Need- and so uh, you've kept in touch. I understand that you've, there are some people that you have impacted so much. You remain friends with them. Yes, you do, because it's been important and they don't forget. Somehow. Because they can't figure it out. No. Right? <laughs> and neither I, can I, you. Is that right? I certainly don't understand it. No, yeah. no. That's um, the beauty of it. Just sort of. This is this is a little girl I met down in the little town one day, and I had done a little painting, and I just took it with me uh, as I was walking around. I just thought, if I see anyone, I'll give it to them. It wasn't very good. It wasn't very wonderful, but it was weird. And it had a castle up in the air, and then down below it had a little girl with a little violet dress, and there was a curtain hanging there and sort of covering half of the little girl and I thought if I see someone I'll just put that for them I was walking into a paper shop and here was a young lady attracted me in a way and so I went up to her and I said I know this will sound ridiculous but this is painting say anything to you I have dreamt my whole life of going to Europe to see castles this has been my dream and then she looked down at the little girl and she said, that's me. And she took it in the shop. She said, I loved lilac. That was my favorite color. And she said, then I have hidden myself behind a curtain all my life. Wow. So we got to talking and I was able to say to her, well, you know, what would you do about that? What, how will things change? Just looking at the painting, she said, I know I have to stop hiding now. That painting had been done at home with music. Yes. Many hours before I met. You just had this feeling that you yeah. had to approach that person. Yeah. It was her. Yeah. Mm. It, it's, it's the mystery in music that moves us. Yes, it, it is because I, I never do the same thing twice, ever. It's always different. Yes, mm-hmm. because it doesn't come from me, I guess. Yeah. Exactly. That That's the bottom line. Yeah, that's, bottom yeah line. that's what makes it so intriguing. Those of us that are faithful. Yes. Even though we have not experienced, because I personally, you know, have not experienced that. I've experienced other things. Yes. But, you know, that in particular, no. I've always been very open-minded because of that. Through my faith, beautiful mysteries. Yes. That it isn't up until we experience it ourselves yeah. that if we didn't believe, we become believers. That's left to each person's uh, interpretation, of course. But nonetheless, it creates this joy for many years. If I would have met you under a circumstance like that, and you draw a painting that I can relate to, it's a shock to both of us. It becomes an epiphany. That's what it is. It surprises people. It's a beautiful feeling. It's very difficult to describe. What fascinates me about this topic is how music played an important role and continues to play an important role. Meaning that without music, have you tried that actually? Have you to get inspired without music? You've tried, right? I don't oh. really. The music that arouses the sentiment, and whether it's intended to do that or not, it, that's what does. Uh, what I do when I paint without music is when I'm just touching up, f- finishing off a painting, making it a bit tight in a way. You are certified in Mind Valley, mm-hmm. which is 
is uh, fascinating, right? Mm -hmm. It's all about brain waves and, yeah. and understanding those mysteries of the brain. Yes, that's true. So, do um, you, so you use uh, with your clients, right, in coaching? Yes, I'm very, I'm very interested in the inside out um, um, way of looking at life, and rather than being influenced by the outside in, not being too influenced or impacted by the world outside, but rather from the inside out. And you, and do you incorporate music when you do your your life coaching? No, I haven't done that. Would have perhaps been a good idea. That may just be yes. an innovative idea. Yes, <laughs> right because we do talk about dance music and the arts Oops. and uh, music being the common denominator mm. how you continue make, making these these uh, self-discoveries and allowing others that you surprise sort of heightens um a viewing experience or something it, it heightens it creates a heightened awareness yeah yes, yes absolutely uh, and i know you've had a couple of people who have explained this really well how the brain is affected and impacted by music and, and, and of course yes, the whole in the show yeah. yeah yes it all goes together really it enriches the lives yeah. of people in different ways Absolutely. it just creates this joy right because we say experiences like the ones you have encountered it does magic to our brain that we're not even aware no I know. and it's, it's all through and it's all through music yeah, yeah I want to thank you so much Robbie and you're in the name of your coaching to see beyond that's a beautiful name mm. Robbie and you have a website as well only a landing page to see beyond dot online Robbie Grongor thank you Robbie for being on the show <laughs>